Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here with a name you know, a man we've had here before, Jeff Cobb. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, it's hot as heck in Vegas right now, but I'm inside, so it's, we're all good. It seems like like we have seen or heard from you like once a year here on Fightful, and you're doing something completely different every single time. Right now, it's New Japan. In the past, it's been Ring of Honor. There was once upon a time you were overseas and you popped up on a Matt Riddle podcast while he was he was filming. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. Technical we, technical difficulties. we like the spontaneity here. That's that's now. No, I I hit hit my desk with my knee and it just shook the whole thing and it kind of just plop plop plop. So. If this were WWE Raw Underground, that would have had six camera cuts on it. <laughs> I only got one, man. I'm sorry. You only got one, but we're here to talk about New Japan Strong. Man, I'm so excited for this. Some some new New Japan content, and not just that, but some guys that we're not getting to see because of some of the travel restrictions right now. What what went through your head when they said, hey, we've got – I mean, obviously, you did a show a couple months ago too, but we're going to start running some shows again. You're going to be on them. I was super excited uh, just for the fact that um, New Japan is uh, – probably one of the best promotions I've ever worked for. And like, I love their style. Uh, their matches are always top notch. And I, I always have fun when I wrestle for them and uh, very heartbroken when um, I was announced for the new Japan cup 2020 and uh, mother nature decided to rear its ugly head and not let us go to Japan and do the, the new Japan cup. And I was very sad about that. But uh, when they said, Hey, we're going to start off with this, uh, lines break and I was like oh dude I'm so excited. I'm in just count me in and they put my name down and you know I was very happy to do it and, and I'm happy even now that we're going to do a couple more and uh, New Japan Strong and starting off with this uh, New Japan Cup USA edition I love it they're like hey let's throw a tournament on everything we can right now and I'm digging it I'm liking it everything has stakes right now in New Japan and that's I think that's important because right now you got a lot of stuff going on in the world. If you want to watch wrestling, you want to watch wrestling that matters. 
And that's something I can admire about New Japan's approach. They maximize the stuff that matters. Yeah, like they they don't just throw out matches and throw out matches. Like everything means something, um, and everything's for a reason. And you know, and I'm happy about that because like it's that's what it is. You know, pro wrestling is a sport, um, and you're entertained by the sport. So I, I'm enjoy. I mean, I'm liking everything that they do. So was was the Lions break your first match after the pandemic started? Yeah, that was uh, my first match since uh, the first week of March. So I, I don't even know how many like four or five months, I guess. And you were you were getting <laughs> back. Where were you? Were in like the Netherlands in March, weren't you? You were overseas. I, I was in I was in Germany. There you go. Uh, yeah, and it was crazy too because I remember like for that show they were telling us uh, don't shake fans' hands. Uh, you know, give them like a little fist bump or and stuff like that, and just like just be careful because it's starting to like this thing. It was like this thing was brewing, and then mm-hmm. I got back to the states, and then it just went full blown uh, crazy. So yeah, Very even lucky. even seeing that you were there, like I think March eighth, it was. It was like that was that was real close because I remember like AEW Revolution weekend in Chicago. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was like, "This is coming. It's about to hit. This is rough." So what did that mean for you? I mean, I'm I'm assuming you had a pretty stocked WrestleMania week and and season around there as well. Yeah, um I was really bummed about it. Just um there was a couple of matches that I was really looking forward to uh more um there was like a a New Japan Ring of Honor show that we were putting together. Uh that was I mean, there's tons of great matches, tons of first-time matches on that show like I believe uh Marty's Girl was wrestling Jay White for the first time. Um, myself and Dan Maff are going to wrestle Kenta. And I uh, can't remember who his partner was. But, uh, yeah, it was going to be a great weekend. It's also, like, um, one that I was really looking forward to that I was trying to get on uh, last year's WrestleMania was the uh, Josh Barnett Bloodsport. And uh, it was going to be my first time being a part of his show. And I was really looking forward to it because I, I like that style. And, unfortunately, you know, it got canceled. But, you know, those are the cards you're dealt with. Not to kind of deviate from that too much, but I remember actually when I was doing my show with Matt Riddle, he said that you all had kind of pitched like doing a match of that style or a submission wrestling match of that or something like that. At, I think for Flow Slam, and it didn't end up working out. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, so they con- I can't remember if it was like a two years ago or three years ago, but um, I think it was supposed to be for Flow Slam, but it was supposed to be uh, like a partnership up in portland i believe it was mm-hmm. with uh i think it was the submission underground that chill Sunnins. yeah yeah i think that's where it was supposed to be at and i was definitely i was i said yeah let's do it and uh because i mean again i like that kind of style um you know wrestling with some submission stuff and um you know me and matt are really close and we're, we're not going to be if matt taps me out i'm not going to get mad yeah. if i tap he probably wouldn't have got mad. He probably would have just had a pizza after or something, you know. So uh, I was definitely looking forward to it. it I, I can't remember why it didn't happen. Um, maybe schedules didn't line up or something like that. But uh, if we did, it would have been fun. Speaking of that style, did you happen to catch any of Raw Underground or any of the clips that that appeared on uh, there? I saw clips. I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. Um, you know, like. Uh, because of this quarantine thing, I've been doing a lot more other mm-hmm. stuff around the house uh, that I haven't been able to get to. So I, unfortunately, like my TV time has gone drastically lower. Uh, I did see clips though, like on Twitter and um, 
think Twitter posted a lot of random clips on there, and I kind of just caught snippets of the the whole thing. So you're doing some matches for New Japan as Ring of Honor is not running right now. Uh, I remember, I think it was earlier this year, you said you were kind of working without a contract, you didn't want a deal, but I think you did an interview last week and you had kind of mentioned like, yeah, I was supposed to have a deal somewhere or did sign a deal, but COVID messed that up. What exactly went down there with your contract status? Because you're an in-demand guy, obviously. You've missed effectively five months out of the year, but you've still wrestled in like four or five different countries for AEW, for Ring of Honor, for New Japan. That's not something a lot of people have the privilege of doing even through all this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, uh, there was a point, I think it was like maybe right around that AEW time, uh, my, those appearances, like I definitely felt like, a like a new girl in school. Cause like everybody was trying to court me, like giving flowers and like little chocolates and little love notes and stuff. And <laughs> it, it felt so cool to be one like that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a weird time. It was a great time. And, um, you know, I didn't really, I don't think I did, but you know, some people put out, the, Oh God, there goes <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry, I'm man. here for this. My foot is definitely hitting stuff, but, uh, anyways, are we good now? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, going back to that, it definitely felt cool to be wanted. And, um, yeah, it was great to just show up on random things like i did i think i wrestled in atlanta for three major promotions in the span of a month so i thought it was pretty cool man um yeah you, you don't see a lot of people getting to do that like a few years ago like maybe four or five years ago samoa joe did it like he was he was a little bit of everywhere and wwe is like oh we don't need to sign you to a contract then he wrestles for ring of honor and they're like oh hey we need to sign you to a contract now <laughs> Because well, that's, uh, that's history repeating itself, you know, Samoa Joe and then Hawaiian Jeff. So, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I, without because, I mean, I think if you wanted to reveal where where you were signed or where that was going, you probably would have done that by now. How does that affect your dealings with other companies? Like, do you still have people reaching out to you from these companies saying, hey, what's your contract status? Can we bring you in? Um, I did right before the pandemic hit, uh, but now because of travel restrictions and travel bans and whatnot, like, uh, it's, it's kind of just been at a normal, like, I think every company's kind of just doing their own thing right now. And, um, I don't know if treading water is a, is a good term, but, uh, like everybody's just kind of stagnant right now, trying to figure yeah. out what's going what's going on. And it, I mean, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like nobody really knows what's going on. So um, but I mean, I, I think some places like I, I was seeing about, what was it like about maybe a month ago that a uh, new Japan in Japan are starting to have, uh, some fans, like a third of the capacity of the buildings. And mm-hmm. I think that's super cool. Like they're definitely going in the right direction. Um, not just for professional wrestling. Um, cause I know other companies in Japan are well, are doing some fans. And I think that's super cool. Like, and it, like I said, like I mentioned, like they're doing, the steps that are necessary to get back to uh, quote unquote normalcy, I guess. We were talking about New Japan Strong. I mean, this is not just like this is not a ragtag group of, of wrestlers that they're throwing on a show here. You got yourself, Kenta, Tama Tonga, Brody King, David Finley. Like, 
these are some of the big names that cannot happen to make it over there. I mean, even you, you got a name from Japan in Kenta who just happens to be here. Like, what were you expecting going into this? Did you know, like, who was going to be available, or did you uh, did you question that? What What were your thoughts? Uh, well, for me, I knew, um, I just going to, like, off the top of my head, trying to figure out who's in New Japan that lives in America. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Okay, so I was kind of doing, like, math in my head. Um, so I had a good rough draft idea of who was coming in. Um but then when they, but then it kind of really hit me when that when they released the brackets, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is going to be good." So I was really excited about that, and you know, and I think after uh, Friday, definitely the fans are excited about it as well. And I know that Rocky Romero told Carlos Toro that the the time slot really benefited them because it was right after SmackDown Friday night. New Japan's used to a Friday night time slot because of their, their time with access, but also. They're getting Japanese fans that are watching the next the, the following morning in, in over there, so it's it's a really versatile bracket. I, I guess I was kind of surprised. I hadn't even thought of it and thought, oh yeah, Kenta he would live over here now after his time in WWE. But that's that's a great one to have in there too, and that that's a matchup. Like quite frankly, I'm looking forward to. Oh yeah, so am I. I mean, I I tend to wrestle a very physical style and I like that kind of style. Like I don't mind hitting people and yeah. I don't mind getting, and I think this past year, like with Kenta coming to new Japan, uh, I feel like it's um, like kind of like a, a fresher breath air for him uh, because it seems like he's back to his old, like when yeah. he was in Noah, yeah. like his old ways, like he's definitely, has this like a, a little a little pep in his step uh, or pep in his kicks, I guess, if you will. <laughs> and but he's it seems like he it's not like a I don't I mean I I don't want to talk trash about another company, but it feels like this is a, a a way better version than the watered down version of what we got in in that other in the other companies. And like it's definitely uh, old Kent, and I I'm 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 excited because. Old Kenta was was badass, and I, I definitely don't want to beat a watered down version of Kenta. I want to beat Kenta. Would this be your first singles match? I know you all worked the tag league, but yeah, first singles match with oh, Kenta. Wow. So I mean, at any point, especially with a guy that's traveled as much as you have, those first time matchups are few and far between here and there. I mean, probably more plentiful in New Japan because they do a really good job of kind of building those up but it's it's wild that you can be grouped into a tournament like this from a lot of people who are in the same geographical region but there's a lot of these guys that we haven't seen you work a hundred times already and that's that's really unique uh what what are you expecting out of new japan the rest of the year do you think that you're going to be able to get over to japan or are you content kind of working this this type of taping and this type of show uh I don't know. I'm kind of like split on it because like, I, I love going to Japan. Like Japan is such a great country. Um, food's great. The people are great. Company's great. And, and I definitely miss it. But at the same time, it, I mean, it's cool to be home after three, four days away as yeah. opposed to like three to four weeks. So yeah. um, like a part of me likes it. A part of me doesn't. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, 
definitely enjoying it. Um, you know, the G1's coming up. They just announced that they're going to be doing the G1 shows uh, during their normally scheduled date that they were planning on because of the Olympics. Uh, we haven't heard, well, I haven't heard anything yet, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed just for the fact that, you know, the G1 is the tournament and that's an opportunity to wrestle in the main event of the Tokyo Dome, you know, yeah. so uh, like I'd be a fool not to want to go there and, and put my name in the hat again. Um, you know, I, I did it last year. It was like the best time of my life. I definitely want to do it again and try to improve my, um, where I finished last year and, you know, try to win it. So I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we're able to go back, uh, back to Japan soon. You've been in two companies that have experienced some regime changes, obviously Harold May taking over new Japan and then in ring of honor, a, a shuffling of things with Marty Skrull kind of emerging there. How have, what kind of changes have you seen respectively in each one of those during that time? Uh, I think, uh, well, for the new Japan side, it's been, it's been great as well. Like, I mean, it was great before and it's getting even better now. So I think, uh, it, it even in Ring of Honor, like um, it definitely, uh, I don't know, like a not a breath of fresh air, but it was. Uh, you can kind of see a little bit difference. So I'm um, and both companies have been going on the upward track. So I think uh, it's been a good thing. And you know, sometimes you need a little a little shakeup, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean, <laughs> I don't want to turn this into a knocking other companies, but like you've seen in other companies where they ha- don't really have a shakeup and it's been kind of stagnant. So I think uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor are definitely going in the right direction. If you want to bury other companies, that's fine. I'm okay with that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, I, mean, I'm, I definitely don't. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I won't make it a headline. I won't run with it. I won't do anything like that. Yeah, but you're, we're recording, so there, there's, uh, a, there's a paper trail, if you will. Yeah, so. fair, fair point. So, <laughs> so we can hack into your stuff, and yeah, no, you, nah, that's, that's okay. <laughs> you did pop up I'll in... Save, I'll save it for when I retire. Then. Okay, yeah. I, I admire that. You did pop up in AEW, they very clearly liked you. you, you seemed like you had a good experience there. I think at one time it was rumored that you had some appearances left, but obviously those you didn't appear anymore. How is that relationship with uh, AEW for you? Um, I'd like to think it was a it was a good relationship while we were there. Um, I haven't heard any negativity on their side, and you know, like like I mentioned, I've seen a majority or about ninety percent, maybe ninety five percent of the the roster on a regular basis for like the past couple of years. So um, I mean, I feel like we had a good relationship. Um, Definitely uh, traveling to Florida at this time is not on my to-do list, I guess, or my priority list. Just for, I mean, not because of them, but just because of what's going around in Florida. And I'm trying to trying to stay away from that kind of stuff. I don't blame you. Yeah, sorry, Florida. I don't blame you. I mean, it's it's a mess down there, and I think that they've done a fantastic job at preventing AEW specifically at preventing what they can. And obviously new Japan is doing things in, in the safe way as well. The safe way is wrestling with no fans and 
I mean, I, anybody who's wrestled an independent show has been to some has wrestled some sparsely attended events, but this is one where it was intended no fans, no fans are going to be there, etc. How was that for you going into that type of environment, knowing, hey, I got nobody to work to? It was a little weird, um, you know, being in the ring and resting in front of fans, and feeding off of their emotions and reactions are definitely a huge part of uh, of the professional wrestlers, I feel. And it definitely um, helps the helps me out. Like, um, you know, like if I'm if I'm getting my head kicked in from Kenta, you know, if the fans are starting to cheer for me, then it's it's making me want to fight more and definitely get it back uh, and throw cancer across the ring. And, you know, it, it's definitely it helps out the boos and the cheers and the yays or whatever. And it, um, I definitely miss that, you know, um, but it, it'll 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 return eventually. And it was, it was a little rough. Don't get me wrong, because um, things hurt a little bit more without the fans there. And, uh, but you know, hmm. nothing, a nothing, a bucket of ice can't cure. What's the hardest you've been hit in wrestling so far? Oh, geez. Uh, I don't know. That might be the reason you don't know. You might not remember now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Zack Sabre kicks pretty darn hard. See, and a lot of people wouldn't expect that because he's more of a wiry guy. And I'm like, man, there are lots of athletes that are built like that. Anderson Silva was a thin guy, and he would yeah, knock I mean, the crap I, out of people. I mean, I don't know if Zach played uh, soccer growing up, but it felt like he did. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you kind of take it; kind of just comes with the territory. Yeah, so you don't really com- you don't complain too much, I guess. So as this pandemic started, not not as it started, but about a month before New Japan had done that that tour of I think Florida, Tennessee, North Carolina, as you mentioned, Atlanta, and you were doing pretty well there. You were winning every single night. How did that that affect you? Seeing that obviously they had this this huge confidence in you, and now it's like, man, I can't even wrestle for a while now. Yeah, I mean it was pretty because I was. Definitely trying to carry that momentum into the New Japan Cup. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it, the the world happened. <laughs> so yeah. uh, um, it was kind of hard. But, I mean, you know, all it is is uh, when we – now that, you know, we started taping some things for New Japan, um, now I just got to find that momentum again and then hopefully ride uh, what we did in the Lions break into this tournament and – um, when this tournament is kind of just kind of ride the momentum train. Now we had mentioned like the period where other companies were courting you. Did did like Impact reach out to you? Did WWE reach out to you? Did either of them? Because I mean, you, you popped um, up everywhere. Yeah, WWE. Yes, uh, Impact. No. Interesting. I I mean i I would have expected both of them to, especially considering that Impact was on. I mean, they just went on a hiring spree recently yeah yeah i saw that which is great i mean because it only improves their uh their brand so i'm you know i'm happy for them and i asked you last time we spoke about your experience wrestling yoel romero who mma fans know but you had an extensive amateur wrestling career obviously did you come across any other eventual pro wrestlers like i would talk to uh 
Gerald Harris, a UFC veteran. He was like, yeah, I ended up wrestling Dolph Ziggler when I was as an amateur. Like, you never know who you'll come across. Um, Not pro wrestlers, uh, more so like uh, MMA fighters, mm-hmm. but not not pro wrestlers, unfortunately. Any that stick out to you that, that you ended up uh, either wrestling or maybe even just running into? Uh, well, there's a in 2007, uh, I spent the summer down in Colorado Springs, so I saw a lot of the a lot of guys uh, like Daniel Cormier uh, nice. wrestled him a couple times, uh, Mo Lawal or King Mo, yeah. I guess if you will. Um, Henry Cejudo was always training with us. Uh, so I mean, those are so, I guess the, the the bigger names, I guess if you will. Three guys who will probably have something to do with pro wrestling before it's all said and done. WWE tried to recruit Henry Cejudo. I don't know if you knew that, but they oh, okay. they wanted him real bad. They like. Vince, I guess, wanted him as his Mighty Mouse character, which is kind of funny that he ended up going on to feud with a guy whose name was Mighty Mouse Mighty in Mouse. the UFC. Yeah. And Daniel Cormier, it was funny, like, we covered his fight in Buffalo, and he was miserable from his weight cut. But as soon as one of our reporters started to talk about WrestleMania, his face lit up, and he was talking, like, live event numbers and gate numbers, and it was it was so wild to see that. And, of course, we've seen King Mo. Uh, in pro wrestling multiple times, like did did that help with your transition? The fact that I mean, obviously you you you're an amateur wrestler, so that's going to benefit. But like the bumps and rolls and all that stuff, and you did have to. I mean, you were worried probably about staying off your back for most of your career. Now you, you got to kind of lay there while somebody is is pinning you some of these times. How how did that transition work for you, like beneficially or maybe detrimentally? Um. Definitely beneficially the uh, physical aspect of it. Like, um, like when I started uh, training to be a professional wrestler, uh, I just I was just coming off of my college season or my my senior year college season, so I was in probably the best shape of my life at the time. So, you know, like, oh hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a mile run to warm up. Like, all right, cool. I, you do that multiple times in college. You know, um, we'll do. I don't know, like, I uh, can't really remember at the top of my head, like, like 20 minutes worth of squats. And I was like, all right, cool. It's easy. No problem for me. So, like, that aspect was fine. But it's just, like, definitely the um, the entertainment side, I guess, if you will, was a little bit harder to, to pick up uh, at the beginning. Have you had any MMA companies reach out or send feelers to you? Because we know Combate Americas loves doing that. They're They're, like bringing in Thunder Rosa, Alberto Del Rio. I know they talked to Eva Lise at one point. Like they, there's a big market for crossover like that, especially somebody like you who has that background. Um, no, because, uh, for me personally, I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. Um, like if, I don't know, like you mentioned Combates America was reaching out or made a couple wrestlers do some, like some, I don't know if it was amateur or pro or it was pro. It was pro. they had Alberto fight Tito freaking Ortiz for the love of God. Yeah. So me personally, I know um, what I'm capable of, and I know for a fact that if you threw me into a pro fight, I would probably get my ass whooped right <laughs> off the bat. Um, I'm a realist. I I know, and I have an Olympic background, but I know for a fact that like I'm not dumb enough to just take a, a pro fight right off the bat. So I'm that's just me personally. Um, I know my limits and you know, like you wouldn't 
take some random guy from like a, or you wouldn't have so and so coming to WWE and then put him right in the main event of WrestleMania. You know, like regardless of the training and whatnot, like you're you're gonna see you're gonna see holes in everybody's games if you just put him right in into that kind of spot. Um, so yeah, I definitely, for me personally, uh, if they came and asked, I'd I'd say I'd probably say no. Well, you guys can check out Jeff Cobb beating people up Friday nights. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Big fan of that first episode. Looking forward to seeing more. Tell the people where they can get a hold of you, where they can find you, where they can follow you. Um, well, I'm on all social media platforms. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> it's, it's real simple, real basic, just, cause, just for the fact that there's all these different social media platforms, and I don't want to have for all of them because I'm going to forget and um, I get hit in the head a lot. So I forget easily So <laughs> trying to remember what's my name and all that. Like, Oh my gosh. So yeah, just Jeff Cobb. You'll find me. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it as always. Uh, until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.